Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Hi there, it's Rebecca Allen, career success coach for corporate women who really want to raise their visibility and credibility and land their next promotion. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in. Now today we're talking about how to lead and maintain your personal brand when under pressure. Because it's all very well, you know, building a personal brand, building that presence, building that executive presence and building that credibility. But it's very, very challenging sometimes when you're in a crisis to actually maintain all that hard work that you've put in. It can be a bit difficult. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And so, you know, I'm going to do a little bit of brand theory with you today to give you a bit of an insight as to how personal branding can really help you with your career and help you elevate your position and your perception, the perception that people have of you around you. So how I look at this is branding really is only perception. Branding doesn't actually exist, right? A brand never really actually exists. It's not an entity. It's an idea. It's a notion. It's a feeling that people have around you when it comes to personal branding, certainly. So when we think about building a brand, it's about building consistency and frequency in the minds of those stakeholders around you, whether it's your boss, whether it's your boss's boss, whether it's board members, whoever it might be around you. But consistency is the absolute key word. It's about coming across in a consistent way, behaving in the same way so that people know what to expect of you. People can build trust with you more effectively because they know what you stand for. There's going to be no sort of surprises. This is who you are. So I think, like I say, it's really easy in comparison when things are going well, when your team's hitting targets, you know, when you're delivering, when you're getting loads of success, it's really easy to um, establish that brand in the eyes of the people around you. What's a lot harder is to maintain that perception when you're under stress, when you're having to make quick decisions under pressure, perhaps when you're in the midst of managing a, a crisis or when you're feeling time pressured. When we have those sorts of pressures upon us, then, you know, things can slip. And I just want to say right from the outset, of course, look, we're all human, right? We do make mistakes. We do lose our cool every so often. We do say the wrong thing from time to time. We can upset people. And the reality is, is if you are operating in an environment that does not embrace people making mistakes, then it might be worth questioning whether you're in the right environment. Because we all know that making mistakes is all part of learning. It's all part of the journey. It's all part of growing as a leader. It's all part of it. So it's important that we just learn from those mistakes. And I have to say that the response that you have when you do make a mistake is what really matters. You know, do you take responsibility or do you blame other people? Do you try and look for a solution? Do you look for resolution? Do you look to immediately take action or do you bury your head in the sand? It's that response. It's that 
apology, perhaps, if you've upset somebody, it's that reaction that really counts. So this is not about trying to be stoic. This is not about trying to never make mistakes because it's just not realistic to expect that that's going to happen. But to know that when we do make mistakes, to respond in turn and to be looking all the time and thinking all the time about how does that impact my presence? How does that impact how I'm coming across? That's what I really want to talk with you about today. So like I said, effective branding is really about that consistency. It means attempting to be consistent in terms of how you engage and interact with other people, because that is what builds the trust. People get to know how you do business. Like I said earlier, there's a safety, right? There's a security in knowing what to expect when you come into the room, whatever that mood is in the room, whether it's a desperate sort of mood and things are not going well, or whether it's a good buoyancy kind of happy mood in the room. People just know what to expect when you come in that, in, in that room. So I think, you know, perception actually is built much more on our behaviors rather than what we say. So, of course, how you say things can make a massive impact on how people perceive you. But perception truly is based on behavior. It's what you do. It's what you demonstrate. And what's interesting is I think when in a crisis, some leaders who are extreme kind of ownership thinkers can just want to leap in straight away and solve a challenge. And their meaning is good, right? Their intention is good. But it's just that they want to solve the challenge as quickly as possible because they see that is their responsibility as leader. And although that has, you know, obvious kind of benefits because you're looking at solution thinking, solution orientation is always going to be preferential to somebody who doesn't take responsibility and who blames others and doesn't take action. But what can happen in that environment is those EQ sort of skills can slip. The desire to achieve, to solve the problem fast supersedes everything else. And it can mean that you can trample on other people that need to collaborate can go out the window and you'd sort of become just very unilateral in how you think and how you're trying to solve the challenge. So let's just take an example because I think examples are always really useful when we think of case studies, we think of how people actually could respond in these kinds of situations. I want you to think if you're a values-led leader, somebody who has certain values, they understand what their values are, and they behave in a way in accordance with those values. That's essentially a values-driven leader. So, you know, personal branding should always be built on a set of values. So it's important that you do that values work, that you understand what's important to you, that you understand that your behaviors will fall out of those values. And that's the kind of work that we do at Illuminate Personal Growth with our clients when we work with them on building their executive presence. It always has to start with those values and that mission and how those things combine. But look, let's say, let's take this example. This is some fictitious leader out there. Okay. Say this person's values are um, collaboration, connection, and learning. Okay. As a starting point. So it's important that your behaviors essentially are reflective of those values consistently and frequently. Um, that's what builds that positioning in the minds of people around you. So when we talk about positioning, it's really about establishing a series of behaviors that set you up in the eyes of these people who can help you in your career that will help you kind of establish that expertise and that authority. So if you're under pressure, if you're working in a times of crisis, if there's a difficult decision to be made, it's important that those behaviors still are maintained. And what can happen is when we're stressed is that we can stop 
acting in the ways that we normally do, right? We can forget almost. And so say, for example, what were those values we said? We suggested collaboration, deep learning, deep connection. Okay, say, for example, you're in a stressful situation. Maybe suddenly you're snapping at other people. Okay, that's a behavior. That means if you're snapping at other people that you're compromising that deep value of connection. Maybe you're making those unilateral decisions like I talked about earlier, uh, which sometimes I appreciate are necessary. But, you know, if if they're not necessary and you're just doing it because you're feeling stressed, then you could sort of compromising your own value of collaboration. Perhaps you're preventing discussion of how other people might solve the challenge too. So you're cutting out that learning value too. So sometimes the behavior that you that you demonstrate when you're under stress, when you're under pressure, actually is compromising your own set of values. It's actually going against what you want to deliver, which can make you feel very frustrated and even more stressed. So check in always, you know, with how you're feeling and and ask yourself, you know, well, what's being compromised here? What's being, what's missing? The notion of winning hearts and minds is essentially an expression about branding and in my world, personal branding. So effective branding has both of those elements to it. It has the emotional side, which is the hearts, and it has the rational side, which is the minds, right? So for example, let's think about a work context. The emotional side would be, do I like this person? Do I trust this person? Do I want to spend time with this person? Do I connect with them? The rational side would be more like, is this person competent? Can they Can they deliver? Do they have the skills? Do they have the expertise that we need to do this job? Are they a good leader? Is there a benefit to me being under their leadership? Can I see that they're going to help me forward my career? For example, these are rational examples of why people engage with might engage with you. So it's really important to consider both sides, both during times of plenty and also during times of crisis. So you can ask yourself when you're in the midst of some sort of crisis, when it's um, about thinking about how am I leading and how am I building my brand and am I being consistent and am I winning the hearts and minds of people? You can ask yourself some of these questions. So am I still building trust with my team, even though we're in the middle of this crisis? Am I still including them? Am I still connecting? Am I still listening? Am I leading as I want to, which is about coming back to leading in alignment with your own values? And do they see me as an effective leader right now? They're all great questions that you can ask to keep yourself on track, to help you deliver that consistency and that frequency of message that you are here to deliver, that you are here to lead, and that you are here for them too. I think that's the fundamental piece when we're leading other people and we're in a crisis. You know, it's not just about solving the challenge immediately and getting a new um, outcome as quickly as possible. It's also about doing this collectively and making sure that everybody is included along the way. So I hope you've got some really good insights from today's conversation all about how to lead and maintain your personal brand in a crisis. I love talking about branding. It's the absolute backbone of our business. Um, If you're looking for coaching and looking for some help in building your brand and building your executive presence and making sure that the key decision makers around you know who you are, too often we assume that working really hard is going to be enough and it's just not. We have to do the work to build our brand, to build our presence 
distance, to network, to connect. People refer to it sometimes as office politics or managing up. Um, you can refer to it what, however you like. I would suggest you frame it in a way that really supports you because managing up sounds horrendous to me. I would just look at how you build those relationships with the people around you as a starting point to change that perception of how to you know, build your brand and build your presence. So of course, we would love to speak with you. If you're looking to raise your profile, if you're fed up of feeling like you're just lacking that recognition that you really, really want and you're feeling overlooked, then absolutely come speak with us in the show notes. You can connect with me for a free 50-minute career strategy session. There are a few available each week. And if they've all gone, I'm really sorry, you'll have to wait till the following week to get your spot. But just click that link and you'll get straight into my calendar and we can be talking straight away about you and your career. There's also a fantastic free resource. You can go to rebeccasfreegift.com and get hold of the seven habits of female execs who get promoted. It is a fabulous download that's got lots and lots of strategies specifically on personal branding and how to raise your profile. Thank you so much for joining me, ladies. It's always an absolute pleasure and I will see you next week.